Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 188. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westmouth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. And we seen swipe the grand melee. I'm like already tired of walking like this. Oh, my shoulders. I'm glad that there's a staff. So Hepa's in full get up during the grand melee? Yeah. Okay, so the trick is like we're sitting near each other, but we're like we're not actively associating that. I mean, I don't even know you. Perfect. <laughs> That's the correct disaffected attitude. And like Hepa should be in the bleacher type area where like the fancier people are. I'll try to my best act with him. <laughs> Except for not as graceful. Okay. Maybe I can watch some of the other nobility to see how they walk. Yeah. Because I really had never paid attention. Okay. So you can make a perception check. And see to, how they behave. To judge the, the upper crust people around you. Watching the grand melee is Lady Sabine. She's in the like the high booth type place. The seat next to her is empty because Gwedry is participating. The grand melee is opened by Maeve riding out on Zameba. And her guard force is not participating in the grand melee they are all like kind of like lining the edge of the field ensuring by their presence that people will obey the rules of engagement and anybody who crosses the line gets like yanked off the field what exactly are the rules of engagement they don't make super much sense to unmilitarized elves such as yourself there's like a board there it's okay to hit somebody here but not there like seems like it would all hurt no go for the eyes uh, I don't have to think about this. Yeah. It's designed for, like, body shots or whatever. Whatever it is. To you guys, it looks like a crazy free-for-all, and sometimes people are yelled at and pulled off. <laughs> right. Trick, is there anything that you wish to get out of the Grand Melee other than you're supporting your sister? No, I think he's just supporting Terrain. Is, so, uh, what's-his-face you... treasure hunter in the Grand Melee? Oh. Um, I don't think Trick has met him, though. Well, you saw that... He fought her oh, that's right. he in fought the duel her. and escorted her off when she got injured. That's and right. you did see him proceed to do well in the remainder of right. his... I, the player, was curious. He described himself as a casual sword fighter. So I do not think he would sign up for the Grand Melee. As that is more of like a warrior. That is like, these people are all wearing armor? Yeah. Okay. Are you going to like lead any chanting or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I think Trick will like okay. lead a chant. Whatever section he's sitting in. So... It's going to be a charm check from you for leading chanting and a perception check from you for observing how nobility behaves. Right. It's hard because I got a crowd. But I feel like the nature of the event is actually going to blue die. People are inclined to chant. Yeah, you even have one for favors yeah. that you're like waving. Well, I'm official. You're like the pep squad. It's for Wayne Manu's pep squad. Wayne of the Blades, that's right. And in fact, you led such cheers that's right. the day before, so... Going all the way. I have two successes and three advantages. Okay. If you have no particular ideas for these advantages... I think we give Twain a boost. That's the 
I was going to say. That's a, a good thing. Hepa, mm-hmm. your perception check, I'm going to say, is two purples. And I guess we had four advantages from before that I guess we tuck away. Uh, those for... were spent to improve your disguise. Okay. So Alric okay. gave you advice. Okay. Made sure you guys had your cloaks, like adjusted your brim for you. Okay, like, perfect. You know, reached across the counter and almost caressed your face. And said so your faces were this close. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken health, we're eating some popcorn over there, we're watching. There are two story points available. Yeah, I was thinking I'll upgrade. Well, that helped. So I succeed with an advantage. So you observe that indeed nobility, the people you observe, some of them have servants mm-hmm. that they send to do things for them. Uh, you do notice that none of them say please or thank you even. Mm-hmm. You also observe Lady Sabine. She is dressed in grays and reds. And you know she's a researcher, mm-hmm. and you now possess the knowledge that several magical rings have been stolen from her. Right. So you, like, pay attention to, like, how she moves and stuff, and indeed she is not the most fluid. You know, she is, shifts uh, often, like, in her seat, like, not quite comfortable with <laughs> things, and frequently, like, sends people to go get her refreshing beverages during the fight. She also, she doesn't look particularly interested in, like, the thing going on, but she, like... She's there to support her husband. Yeah, yeah. and occasionally you see, like, she's also, she's kind of got, like, a book on the side <laughs> table by her that she sometimes, like, looks down and, like, <laughs> like looks back up again. <laughs> so you're getting more information here just on how these people behave and act, and, and also, you haven't personally met a red mage yet. Right. Lady Sabine is one. Okay. And, like... You're getting the definite, like, read from her that she is infinitely more interested in whatever book is sitting next to her than she is in what's going on out here. Right. So that's maybe stuff that you can feed into. My map. Yeah. In terms of, like, what level of interest you show in in stuff outside artifacts and knowledge and whatever as you're feigning being uh, an Alduin mage. Trick. Menu. Yep. Like, so her banner, her favor, like, it's got the waves on it. Yeah. So Trick starts the wave. <laughs> you invent it? I don't know if we can say Trick invents it. I'm going um, to make the shape. Stand up, wave your arm, like... Yep. All right. Now, if I had had threats, it would just be distracting to Terwain. And she gets whacked. <laughs> Thankfully, I did not. She has only two brawn, She's but got... she has two melee. All right. This is her melee light, because this is her sword, not her lance. Yep. So she's she gets a blue die from your excessive Woo-hoo! cheering. And she is essentially, she is fighting a, a large group of people, so we'll yep. set it at three purples. That sounds good. Just for group size. I'm going to spend an evil story point, though. Dwayne, don't, don't die on us now. Suddenly we turn from the comedic episode to the tragic one. No, in fact. Best in show. This is a success with three threats. So she might suffer some injuries. But there's also a triumph. Oh, yeah, and a triumph. All right. You have three threats here. She drops what she's holding. Her sword gets knocked from her hand. And for a knight to, like, lose your sword, that's not good. Trick, like, has to interject with some, like, no, it was in your hands all along. <laughs> you want her to fist of it? The man who's street fighting. You know, war is, is rough, and... Uh, your, As they say, roll with the punches. Your opponent is not always going to 
do the honorable thing and let you pick up your sword again. So, uh, yeah, she does clock the guy across the jaw. Not the eyes. Not allowed to go through the eyes. Jaw, totally fine. Take his sword. She doesn't take his sword, like, (laughs) because she has a particular code of honor. Right. But she does, like, punch the guy and send him reeling. He does drop his sword, like, as he staggers back. She picks up her sword and insists that he pick his up. And then she beats him all the way back. She uh, does earn an award of distinction. We've got this triumph here for her. Ah. And so she will be be recognized in the... uh, the final ceremony tomorrow. Well, it's a closing ceremony, too. Most honorable fighter. Yeah. Tomorrow, it'll be the Parade of Flowers to close out the full-blown festival, after nice. which the winners of all the different things and the artisans who have been chosen best in show will all be recognized. Hopefully we don't blow it. We can see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we have to make a quick getaway tonight, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I want to see the Parade of Flowers and all the best in the show. But really, since we got to deliver this ring to catch in. Like, we don't even need to go back to visit Alaric. I guess we gotta go swap our stuff back. kind of want to know how the cuttlefish elixir works on Hola. <laughs> she seems like. How long that takes. Alright. That is the end of the Grand Melee and the end of an encounter. You guys can roll to recover strain. Do you have second wind too? Because no. I have it. So y'all use it and revel in my experience of being a noble human. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm a noble human. <laughs> I'm stiff. And impolite. Impolite. This trick has to go change. Leave mate at the ruin. Uh, Just hang out here until I come get you. Look, there was somebody shiny. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, and then you rush back. Yeah, I mean, see how good he is at catching rats. Capital R, lowercase r. And you meet up with Hepa. What's your name? Hepa. We're going to do this again. What's your name? Oh, I am the human noble... What's a human name? I don't know. Um, uh, would it be Lady something? Yes, it would be Lady something. I look around. Um, lady Lamb Post. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you've met several human yes. females. Yeah, yeah. We've met Guaflin, and we've met Maeve, and we've met Hella. And Terwain. Terwain. And Neefy. Lady Maine. Okay. Okay. That's <laughs> no idea. And I am your uh, what, faithful servant. Oh, but I probably heard them yelling for their servants. So did I hear, hear any servant names? Oh, yeah, sure. You could have uh, heard someone calling for um, Reddith. Reddith. Well, that name's already taken. You don't think they repeat the names? I mean, if we can avoid repeating the name, it's probably for the best. Uh, Reddith? Perfect. Lady Maine. Braddeth. Braddeth. Oh, they should rename their servants so they're easier to call. They would probably take offense to that. Not that the servants really have much to do about it, but... <laughs> Alright, we're looking for very specific types of rings, gems. So we're going to make a stink around the merchants. You are putting on a show of saying what it is you're interested in. I think you're using deception. Okay. You're... Accomplice Irrigan is going to assist you in getting like Slater to notice you, but Slater has to notice you doing something convincing. Yes, have to be like examining like some gem, but like, mm, no, not, doesn't have the right sparkle. And you are specifically going after a ruby and an emerald. 
Those are the yes. two things you need to steal back from Slater. Yes, I want a ruby, an emerald. I also need an opal so to throw something else in there so it's not 100% obvious. And then you can just lift up rings, and so so I don't do any talking. I can just shake my head mm-hmm. like, no. My lady has very exacting requirements. I've, I've seen them do that. <laughs> no. No, bigger. No, bigger still. Okay. Or you could say things like, because we know the metals. Oh, I don't think the rates that I... Really? Uh, silver will not do. Or maybe not gold or not whatever. Gold is far too gauche for this purpose. We'll find another merchant. Uh, we will find we'll find the rings that you need, my lady. Fear not. You can look like the nervous servant who's like... Oh, I was folded. We'll see. We'll see how well. All I have to do is just not look like a dancer. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh, how difficult is this deception? I think you're going up against Slater's yes. vigilance. Yep. Which is a red and a purple. So are we making separate checks or are we working together? You're working together. So uh, I assume you don't have much in the way of deception. <laughs> all I have to offer is all the practice I've done to be a noble woman. Okay. I mean, that's yeah. good. Yeah, I don't have a point in deception. Okay. So you're okay. providing the blue die. That is a failure with three advantages. You're a natural at this point. I right? am a natural <laughs> liar. <laughs> so I get to re-roll that. Thank you very much. Because <laughs> I 100% forgot. Much better. Three successes and three advantages. Okay. I can make like a huff at some of it. That's good. Does no one in this sad town have what we're looking for? All right. You storm off from yet another wagon heading towards... These poor guys are having the worst day. Another wagon to look at. And a skinny guy in dark clothes. Like, so we recognize this is potentially... Oh, no, that's not... Maybe not Slater, but... You have a description of Slater. And Irrigan is in place to, like, get Slater in your direction. Yeah, yeah. So this person is walking towards you, and like off in the distance, Irrigan like tips his hat at you, and then he like fades away into the crowd. That's so perfect. You know, Debt paid. Yes. So this skinny fellow uh, comes up to you. Out of the way, lad. We gotta find some gems. And, <laughs> some gems. These rocks weren't sparkly enough. I'm sorry, my lady. I speak up. Turn. <laughs> he doesn't address you. He addresses Hepa. And he says, your man here is doing you a disservice by not taking you to the most exclusive and private uh, jewel dealer. What's that? Sorry, what did you just I, I like, put a hand on that. Yes. I feel like a servant would be affronted at this. What's that you say? You try to put your hand on him. Yep. We'll see if you succeed. Ooh, you want a coordination? I want a brawl check from you. Oh, that's maybe better. What is his coordination, I guess, or vigilance? His vigilance is a red and a purple, and he has one defense, which I will apply here, because you were trying to grab him. That is a failure with two advantages. So, I will say this to you. You do not get a hold of him, because he, like, shrugs away. Yep. But you see, like, a grimace. That might have been his shoulder that was injured. Yes. So, that's information for you. Okay. That's Um, worthwhile. But he is, like... On hand me or whatever. He like shrugs out of the way, like you know he's not gonna let somebody grab him. But he, he alters his word choice to like not affront you so much, and is kind of like perhaps it's because you're out of towners that you don't realize all the you know like the people here at the festival are all shills. You've seen for yourself the low quality of their merchandise. None of them have what you need. 
I, on the other hand, have access to things that, that aren't available for the commoners to sully with their eyes. I don't know, my lady. You think this fellow really has what we're looking for? I guess I will just shrug. You just nod or shrug. <laughs> Luck is with you today. She's willing to hear you out. All right. He wants to get you to a place that's like a little less in the main thoroughfare here so that none of these merchants actually like see him show you this stuff. That's fine. That's, okay. That's what we expect. You two can both make vigilance checks as you go. For combat? <laughs> <laughs> What's difficult here? A red and a purple. I just have a threat. Okay, I succeed with the threat. You guys each take strain for your threats. Hepa, you who are not speaking, you see other, there's two other people who are kind of moving mm-hmm. through the crowd also. So essentially, you are being shadowed by two people. Slater is leading you guys away, and he has other people but around. I think, I think I am going to speak. I'll try to summon my best mother and say, I do not appreciate the shadows. Mm. That's good. At least a let trick now. No, yeah, that's good. Coercion goes against discipline. Two purples, and I'm upgrading, so it's a purple and red. I don't know if I want to upgrade this. I say go for it. There's plenty of things on your side of the line. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how trick can help other than by injecting. Sir, is this a... Are you a reputable merchant? <laughs> okay. You gotta have a blue dye. All I want to do is just try to be like mother, which I'm sure she's heard. I don't appreciate blah, blah, blah before. Oh, just one advantage. Okay. He is not cowed. Yeah. But he says... I think I would have been surprised if he was. But. <laughs> he says it's for his safety. Okay. He's a gem merchant carrying, like, high-quality, pricey goods. Those people you see are not following you. They are following him to protect him and, and his business's investment. So that is how he tries to assuage your concerns. As long as Trick knows now that there's... Well, maybe he already noticed. Well, you've succeeded in communicating to your partner yep. the situation. So he takes us some dimly lit alleyway. No, he's not taking you off the fairgrounds at this point. He's just taking you away from other merchants and stuff, and anybody who might be able to recognize the rings he's going to show you. Yeah. So you just move to a different area. Seems way. You know, there are still, like, occasional people going by with their other goods, but you're no longer in anywhere near other jewelers. So he says that he overheard that you were having difficulty locating a variety of gemstones. Uh, he doesn't have access to all of those, but perhaps the emerald or the ruby he has would meet your specifications. They are not mounted in gold, not, nothing that would clash with your ladyship's outfit so horribly. I have no opal. What's hoping for a full set? I know my lady, but I suppose we can see what they have, make some progress. All right. From his inner pocket, he takes out a velvety pouch, and he pulls out an emerald and a... A silvery-colored metal. It's palladium. Oh, that's right. They're palladium. I forgot that detail. <laughs> uh, but to your eyes, palladium and silver don't look so different. He puts us for, look at the beautiful facets. It's a, a flat-top gem with faceted sides. So he, like, holds it up for you to see. It's not, not quite the cut I know you're looking for, my lady. I'll hold out my hand and see if he will put it in there. So we can Are you see. holding out your hand palm side up or palm down, like to oh. see if it would look well? You have gloves way? on. Yeah, but they can be like thin lacy type gloves. That's true. Are you putting it out so you can see how it look on you, or you want to examine it? 
if he will put it in my hand, I okay. was thinking, because I, I want to see if I can do any magic with it, actually. Okay. All right, yeah, he puts it on your hand for you to examine, and you can make a runes check. Okay. This is not to activate it, I presume, unless you want to activate it. It's more to see, to, like, to understand it. What it does? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like it, to inspect it. Yeah, I'll do that. Are you visually inspecting it as well? Yeah, or? I'm thinking visually I'm okay. inspecting it. I mean, I'm assuming to be able to use it, you probably should have it on. Since I mean, I can put it on then if I'm going to be doing some sort of sensory thing rather than I'm assuming he's not going to stop me from trying it on. Okay, so you try all of these things together. Yeah. Two purples. Oh, so I succeed with two threats. As soon as you put it on, you feel better. Whatever, like, kind of lingering tiredness you felt because you woke up at dawn or whatever. Right. You just feel a little better. Does that erase my strain? It, it increases your strain threshold. Okay. So it doesn't get rid of any strain, but simply wearing the ring increases your strain threshold. But you have succeeded your check in analyzing it. Yeah. And it makes spell casting costless and have lower difficulty. Okay. So it does not come with any inherent bonus to damage or spell quality, like giving everything you cast have the ice for free. It doesn't do that. What is he building all these things for? He's trying to make everything easier. What is he trying to cast? He's system? actually a terrible mage. What is he? <laughs> That's why he was kicked out of Alduin. Not because he had heretical ideas. He was just a bad student. <laughs> He's like, I'll take this artifact. This one. The icy shard you had automatically added ice and blast to attack spells. Mm-hmm. And it gave you extra damage. Right. This... this ring does not give you any extra stuff, but anything you do with it on is going to be inherently easier than before. All of the healing you could do. That is what you get when you like try on this emerald and like examine it closely. You are looking at it closely, like holding it up to the, like, you know, the light and stuff like that and looking at it head on and and things like that and you see the slightest evidence of etching in it. Uh-huh. You're not going to dismantle this ring right here, I assume. Right. But you suspect that there is a rune carved on it, right. so that's the, not the, visible because of how it's in the setting. So the stone is a rune. Yeah. Okay. So the setting is probably just to stick it on your finger. I mean, it looks nice. Yeah. Uh, so Hepa is engrossed in this ring. What front are you presenting? Uh, it tricks Zo like, eh, do we really want this one? But he's also got to be like, uh, well, my lady, is that going to work for you? Also, like, as though Trick wants to be done with the day. Okay. Because he's been a footman going from place to place. Is this, is this going to be the one? Well, hopefully the pair. You said you had another. Okay, so you're focused on maintaining this de- yes. deception and not, like, watching Slater or trying to read him or anything like that. Yep. I need another deception check from you. Okay. It is a red and a purple. I get no bonuses this time. Is that correct? Or is he, are his eyes glazed at the thought of selling, offloading this onto some foolish I'm point? upgrading. You are getting a blue dye because he's more focused because on... Because he's greedy. Yes, because he's greedy. Is greed... He's that's focused a flaw. on the sale. Right? Yeah. Not a fear. Good news, everyone. I have two successes, two threats, and a triumph. Yay. So, Trick will also make a show of, like, haggling over this. Like, I don't know, do you really think it's worth 
like 200 coins. This is the longest she's inspected anything. Yeah. <sighs> you, you've got a triumph on here. You do not say 200 coins. That would be insulting and indicate that you were completely uneducated. You have been looking at jewelers, carts, and things like that. These are rings that cost in the thousands. Even so though... if you want to... Okay. The cost to the maker to produce jewelry mm -hmm. is extremely different from the cost to buy jewelry. Okay. I so, did not realize the markup was that much. The markup is that much. Okay. The gems are worth nothing. Especially when you're selling to nobility. Yeah, that's but what you, know, you don't know how far it had to travel or... Gems are worthless, but you surround them in some metal and they become incredibly valuable. So the rings that are being discussed for sale here, the pair of rings, he's looking to bring in 3,000 coins. So like Trick will like haggle with him for a while yes. to like make it be you, real. You can certainly like say a lower value, but I'm sure you don't have an opal. <laughs> if you had an opal to go with this. What about the ruby? Does he pull that out? Can we see the, the other one? I hand him back the emerald. You hand him back the emerald and then yeah, he gives you the ruby that you can look at. He's thinking to myself, where can I, where can I, where can I find an opal real quick? <laughs> Any opal, doesn't matter. Um, like, when he gets Ruby, like, Trick will change his tone, like, now that is what we're looking for. So, what are you doing with this triumph? I don't want him to put up a fight that we need to go get our money, and we'll, that he'll agree to meet us at ah, the location. okay. He'll agree to meet you, like, where you're staying with... Yes, we will finally agree to, very well, 2,990 coins, which we will have at our accommodations, if you'd be so kind to join us there. Okay. Could I... Fools to carry that kind of coin around. Especially since we don't have it. You can assess the ruby. You put it on as well? Yeah. All right, so it's two purples. I'm going to hold on to these threads. That's fine. Accumulating too much strain anyway. Oh, wait. Didn't I take two threads before or was... We'll give her a black die on her roll on this one. Success in a threat. So take two strain because it's a magical thing. Okay. You have put it on. Yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. It worked with the last one. Do you intend to activate it or no? It would be very bad for our plan that I think if I do, but... I mean, just don't activate it in someone's face. I don't intend to. Okay. I think, I think in fact, just to maintain the cover, she's going to swallow her curiosity. Okay. Just because runes do different things for people who are knowledgeable about runes versus anybody can do something with them. Right. So you, you can become aware of what this ring does without... Suffering the effects of activating it. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying not to let him know that they're artifacts. Okay. What you get out of this is you put it on and you feel like your heart kind of like flutter a bit. Uh-huh. And you a little bit feel like you're watching the world in slow motion, sort of. Okay. It gives you the ability to do an extra maneuver. Okay. At the cost of... You will suffer strain later. Right. And in terms of using it as a caster, it lets you cast as a maneuver okay. instead of as an action. So then I could see how these rings might go together. I wonder if Lady Sabine knows what they do. <laughs> that is, a, is an interesting <laughs> Is it question? possible that I know more about runes than she does? My father does. I mean, runic magic is not a superhuman thing, but also that ruby is called Red Bull. You also sprout wings. <laughs> Shoot, I was trying to hide that I'm an elf. <laughs> My wings come popping out. I do like dangerous Oh, no. no. <laughs> All right. Trick has agreed that this is of interest and that he can meet you back where your lodgings, where you'll 
be able to provide the actual payment. Yeah, if he can meet us there in an hour. Okay. So if he, he happens to find an opal along the way, great. If not... He says he'll consult his resources and uh, see what they can produce. See if he gets himself into trouble between now and then. Or if he sends one guy off to get the opal. And then he parts ways. And his shadows that Hepa noticed, they go with him. It was two or three of them. You saw two. Okay. They depart. You have an hour before you are going to meet up with them. Yep. You start to do what? We end an encounter. Yes, you can end an encounter. I'm going to need every bit of that strain. Oh, do I take any strain from this ring that I put on and took off? No, because okay. you didn't activate it. Because I didn't do anything. That's okay. Oh. You got second wind. Oh, no. It's the experience I got to touch artifacts. <laughs> Two of them. Hapa, can you contain your excitement? Like, Slater has left. His goons have walked away. What do you say to Trick? Those are definitely artifacts. Well, that's very good, my lady. Trick is... Trick can count. <laughs> it's like we're missing a guy. Uh, that's very true, my lady. Sounds like our journey will be at an end. So. There he is! There he is! And a small human comes running up to you with a few other small humans behind her and says, They won't listen to me tell the story. Can you tell the story of the, of the Ice Queen and the Fire Princess? Trick has a plan. It is indeed. Oh, Miffy. The- who is here at the Full Bloom Festival. The third time today. <laughs> oh, okay, no, this is someone trick actually knows, not just someone. Right, kids wouldn't be at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's got a common room. You know what? There's nothing wrong with Trick telling a story like this, even if Flunky is watching. This is just a, a magical tale. Ah, uh, yes, the tale from the Isle of Alduin, you know. Alduin? That's where you learned the story? That's where it happened. Oh. So Trick is really putting on this show for the funky he feels is watching, but he doesn't. He can really tell the story to the kids. Okay. But it's he makes sure like it's the Ice Queen and the. I mean, red mages are associated with fire. Like, That's true. You could just flat out make it a red mage. The Fire Mage. Yes. So he will recount the story of how they were clearing, and you know, it becomes a grander story, clearing the minds of all kinds of dangerous creatures. <laughs> and Hepa's like, yeah, this story does change every time he tells it. Serpents and bats. And because it's like kids, black bats. <laughs> but you never go alone. That Every winter brings its summer, and every summer brings its winter. Even on Alduin. Do you need a check of some kind? Yeah, I need to see how well you tell the story to these kids. Right. I feel like that's an average. Uh, there's a crowd of little kids here. But Miffy is... Uh, but Miffy is, yeah. Miffy is, like, supporting the storytelling. She keeps inserting, like, details. But I have to keep adjusting things to not give too many things away. You... But I'm a half-elf. Nobody cares. Holy cow, you add your own black dice. So Throwing away dice is so much fun. <laughs> that is success. However, I accumulate two more threats. Okay. I think that's simply strain. Get all that strain that I may go away. Just because they're, like, consuming time. Yes, that time. That you thought you were going to have plenty of to get into position. Anyway, I can use these kids to distract a flunky so I can set up some crazy traps. Should have set up the traps ahead of time. This was dumb. You've only had so much time to work with yeah. here. The only trap I have is mate. Who may or may not do whatever you want to do. No, I don't. I think the, the way they roll, if I had a bunch of advantages, then yes, but no. Okay. So the children have simply slowed you down and added stress to a, a situation that didn't need it. Yep. But I make sure they run along back to the parents. They don't need to be following me okay. to a certain doom. Yeah, you, you told the story... They were happy to have it. 
Miffy was, you know, I told you so, kind of. Everywhere we go. Did you say you wanted to be famous? I think you are. <laughs> you know, there's downsides to being famous. Mm-hmm. Turns yeah. out it's a Karis as Gotta work on this disguise. You didn't conceal your face or anything like that. No. I suppose, you know, from three feet. <laughs> it's right say. up by hat. Yeah. Yes, she did not behave like she recognized Hepa or anything like that. She came running right up to you and extracted a story from you. And Yep, all right. Then they all run off. Then they all run off. Let's get to the spooky manor. All right. There is a ramshackle location. This is where we're, you said we're staying. Dilapidated manor, overgrown, the only thing available, unfortunately. This is what you'll claim? <laughs> if anyone has questions. Run to the manor? Yeah. Visiting noble, and no one will bother the lady here. She's very weird. She's strange. She's very strange. Mysterious. Yes. She has particular tastes. How do you wish to greet the jeweler who is coming? Are you intending to do this in the courtyard? You had specifically wanted there to be an overgrown courtyard. Yeah, in the courtyard. Do we have a bag or something that we're going to pretend like is money? Sure. I mean, we were going to ambush. We didn't really give like that much of a... We don't have a lot of ambush. <laughs> And I guess just to be clear, we're shooting these fellows as soon as the, the jewels are somewhere safe. Right. So we can't let Slater get away. Okay. Or, I'm trying to think of, like, is there a verse-based solution to this problem? Well, you can't, like, permanently brainwash people. No, no, no. But do I have a box of rocks that I can make them believe for a brief moment is a shiny oh. set of shiny coins? Just this... to get them to put down the jewels. I believe we said, like, illusion-type stuff would fall under verse. I mean, that if it falls under verse, like, can trick do that? Using verse, I think you could essentially tell them that this these are, like, stones of great value. Yes. And the thing is full of stones, but, like... Like, trick will tell a ridiculous story about some stone. This, you see. Some say this was the ruby of fire itself. That, of course, is a lie. It is much, much more than that. This is not deception. This will definitely Beavers. be verse. And it's harkening back to what Gormer originally said regarding what is true versus what people believe. Slater's greedy. He wants, yeah. he wants it to be It's true. feeding into his desire. Okay. So I think it could be mask. Okay. Base difficulty is easy, and it's going to be on something you're engaged with. Or something within short range. So up to short range. Yes. But that's the object. Right. Determining the false nature of the illusion requires them to make a vigilance check. And that vigilance check has a default of two purples. But you can increase their difficulty. Increase the difficulty, that's one. Increasing the difficulty adds one. In addition, after you cast the spell, you can spend two advantages to increase the difficulty another one. Okay. You can you you have to maintain it with concentration. Which is a maneuver, strictly speaking. Yeah. I don't know if it'll really come to that. But. It alters what the eyes see and the ears hear, but it can't create something. No, that would be conjure. So it will last long enough for us to get away, or it will last long enough so we can get away. Oh, I hadn't even thought like, oh, for us to get away. Yeah, because if we don't have to be in battle, all we have to do is remove our disguises. They've seen your face, but. That is an interesting point. No, that's a good point. I assumed I was going to have to shoot this guy as soon as I had a moment of distraction, but if we can just get away, yeah, I mean, if they get the box of rocks. If you can convince them long enough, and then maybe I'll do some brambles to give us, like, even, I don't even have to be on them, I could just do something that's 
stops them from getting us so quickly. That's a better idea. Let's try that and when it doesn't work. Because <laughs> then all I have to do is take off my hat and like yeah. you can pull your hair back and we kind of look a bit different. Just slowly change our disguises, take off our cloaks, blend into the city. Right. Well, they know the city much better than we do. So we, we get our things and leave and go to the, blend into the forest. <laughs> we can start with them showing up. Ah, very well. You have the the good sir. Thank you for coming to our humble abode. Last thing we get on short notice, I'm afraid. Slater has arrived and entered your courtyard. The two shadows you do not see. So it appears as though it is just Slater. Yes. He's passed through whatever archway there is into your courtyard. He seems to be alone. Very well. I have a, a box at my feet. Okay. So Slater asks to inspect the... Like to please to hold that button if you would demonstrate that you have your goods, sir. You've already seen my goods. It's nothing untoward here. He takes out his little velvety pouch and holds up the two rings. Very I wonder well. how long it takes to build it fake. Don't have to find out. No, for him. Like assuming he still has the same rings, I'm guessing maybe he's not oh. that clever for that. But yeah, I don't think so. It was only an hour. And if it is, like uh, we're gonna you're gonna find out as soon as you touch them and well, let me take him down and get our precious rocks back. I don't know. Very well. He, uh, he does apologize that he consulted various other jewelers and nobody has an opal worthy of your time. That is all well and good, sir. It would have been nice, but you are more beneficial than you know. Uh, prepared. You may want to shield your eyes for a moment. You've seen gold from mere Wesnoth, but have you ever seen the riches of Alduin? And I will. Open this box. Hey, talk up. Did you pick pretty rocks? Rubble, rocks, <laughs> a couple twigs. There's some teeth in there. The teeth, oh, there we go. Like anything, like that mate found something. <laughs> he found a shiny. That's my story point. This is the base difficulty. I will definitely spend to make his life harder later. But he is also adversary. Oh. So, upgrade that. But he wants to believe there's riches. Because he's greedy. <laughs> okay. I'm telling him a lie he wants to hear. I'm going to spend a story point. Oh! The other riches of Alduin are these arrows! <laughs> Roll first. I don't want this to be too easy. That's fair. Ooh. Excellent. I don't want it to be too easy, but it will be. I have exactly one success with a triumph. These are great rocks. I was like, we can't have get Have you heard the rocks. story, <laughs> All That Glitters, my friend? It's open. It's like it's open, and then I close the box. So, like, I really don't have to maintain the illusion anymore. All right. All that glitters. That's what I'm naming this ability. Oh, okay. All, All that glitters, dot, dot, dot. All right. Two strain. You've cast yep. a spell. Thank you. You're mages. <laughs> I tell you. Sorcerous elves. <laughs> Take care, my friend. Don't sell that right away. A little bit at a time, here and there. All right. He thanks you for your payment. And he asks if you are staying in the city much longer. If he were to find an opal, uh, would he be able to find you here? Uh, would you be interested? If you could acquire an opal, you would find us here. It depends on the winds, <laughs> my lady. red herring opal. Depends on the winds, though. You sail at a certain time? It's not a matter of sailing, good sir. It's a matter of... Forgive me, my lady, I have only a commoner's understanding of augury. Not just the winds, but apparently different stars and the moon itself. All things must be in balance. As I said to mere mortals such as you and I, 
these things are beyond us. But the, the portents have to be corrected. You just tell them, yeah, so we'll, we just won't be here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be around at all. He's going to ask one more question. You indicated you're staying here because it was cheap and last minute. He's kind of like, oh, do you do you not have any other friends in town? Like, you're, no one here knows you? You may make a streetwise check. Yeah, he's sizing me up. The <laughs> you triumphantly got him to believe out. these rocks are worth killing us for. Yeah. <laughs> Is this opposed by history-wise? Yes, because he's trying to do something, and the question is, can you discern it? But his streetwise is two reds and a purple. He might be greedy, but he also knows his work. That's a lot of threats. But it is a triumphant success. What Trick is thinking is to make the story almost too good. To, like, put the Slater problem away for good. Is what Trick is... Like, I feel like the threats are like, this is a dangerous idea. So you're making the streetwise check to figure out what he's doing with his questions. Yes. So let me tell you what you determine from your uncanny understanding of the human criminal element, which is that if you two are completely disconnected from anybody here, such that you're staying in a rundown mansion, probably nobody knows you and nobody will miss you. Yes. And he would just like to arrange to steal the rings back from you. Yeah, that would make sense. And that is why he is sussing this information out of you. Now, you have four threats on this, but you also have a triumph. So here's what I kind of want Trick to respond that Oh, yes, we're from far out of town. I want to lay it on that, or not lay it on, give him that idea. I want the triumph to be the, like, we can set up a proper ambush to finding me. Like, do I want to get the law proper involved? Like your mother? Yeah. That might be a buffer station, but she might have. No, but if you want to permanently, like, remove Slater from play, yes, the actual law. Like some of her javelineers who was having a, a good time with her there. They would have to catch him in the act of doing something. Right, of, like, trying to steal from us. But how you manage to do that in a way that doesn't... Expose these rings. Yes. We leave the rings with Ulrich briefly at the, at the bank of Ulrich in a secure lockbox or a bandolier of knives. Okay, so it will just be Slater breaking into your home and... Yes. There will be a proper ambush set up there. I mean, we could try to arrange for something else that seems valuable to steal. There's another box... That contains the... Yeah, I mean, maybe Maeve has ideas if she wants to be involved in an ambush on the rats. I don't know how big potatoes they are for that. So yeah. you are meeting with Maeve in the late afternoon. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> for a tour of the tower. 100% forgot <laughs> about that. can see the library, maybe. That's right. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'll bring it up with her that these, like, ruffians, I don't know, I was maybe going to buy something from them. The point being, they seem like they really wanted to rob us, asking if we're you know, from out of town and wonder if you maybe, or did you want to put a sting on it? Like, maybe, I don't, they seem like there's trouble in the local neighborhood. But the danger is that if he talks about what we bought from him, then they but, might tie that back to Sabine. I'll just say he's making stuff up. He's a criminal. <laughs> you have the triumph. So you get him to believe that, yes, you're staying here. Nobody will miss you. You'll be at home late tonight after yeah. you're done with all the fair stuff and It'll just be like you there to enjoy your boxes of rocks and your tents or whatever. You have to count our rocks. With your triumph, you can create an impression in him of what a good time to do this hit is. Yes. So okay. for you, whether you want that to be like tonight or think, like tomorrow night. Like, no, I think tonight. Right. So then you can say like you're leaving first thing after the festival tomorrow. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Okay. That consumes your triumph. You have four threats on this. 
I will tell you, your characters don't know this, but Slater is going to come back better equipped than right. he otherwise would have. Because he's about to make a big score. Yeah. He's got magic rock to spend, so he needs to offload the rest of this. <laughs> you had a triumph on that other thing. Like, he's he's not... He, he's story, he's saving he's that. He's not going to open it. Yeah. Which is, you know, you had a triumph. That's fine. But, whereas normally he only has, like, three henchmen, now he's going to, like, recruit somebody else. That's why we're going to have a few javelineers, town guard. We'll see what you can convince Maeve to do here. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, if you can't convince Just don't show up. Yeah, we just get out of town. <laughs> it's not like we are actually staying here. I guess we're not solving the problem tonight. Hold on. You've been listening to Echoes of Invasion. Set in the world of the Battle for West Not video game, and played using Edge Studio's Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to West Not by Matthias Westland, aka West. Licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience.